0: Welcome to the Trumpsonian era. I am your host, Colby Wayne. Today, we're going to be talking about how the Biden administration is epically failing COVID numbers and why they're so confusing. And finally, education and of critical race theory. So you're listening to the Trumpsonian era. So to start, Joe Biden's approval ratings have been plummeting. According to uh, BusinessInsider.com, Biden's job approval rating dropped to 50 percent in Gallup poll, his lowest to date, though he remains in positive territory. Um, I don't know how you can remain in positive territory if you drop 50 percent. However, you know, uh, it is probably I don't know much about Business Insider, but I'm sure that they are, as most others, a liberal uh, leftist site. Um, But Joe Biden's uh, approval ratings are going down as he continues to wreck the economy And his poor handling of the COVID situation. And of course, a big one, inflation. Uh, If you haven't yet, go to my website. Links should be in uh, this podcast description. And uh, on my website, you can read columns and articles. I've actually already uh, written or typed an article about about this stuff that I'm talking about in this podcast, really. Mainly about COVID-19. But go ahead and do that. Become a member and uh, be one of the first to uh, join my website anyway the the insanity of the left to just continue to fail and the Biden administration to continue to fail but to say that they're succeeding just just over and over and over repetitive of just not only lying to themselves if they really believe this but lying to the American people just over and over and over and they do this with COVID And they do this uh, with Joe Biden, what's actually going on with the American economy, the American economy has has continually failed to reach its economic growth goal month after month. I mean, they missed it by 25 percent this last time. And we're just we're just supposed to go with this like it's okay, like it's fine. I mean, and no wonder his approval ratings are down. Americans are starting to wake up. Uh, His approval ratings shouldn't have been very high to begin with, considering half of his voters were fake. But anyway, (laughs) um, this is this is ridiculous. You know, this is who we we have in office right now as the president of the United States. And I mean, he's actually absolutely bashing the economy that's already being hurt because of COVID-19. Oh, and by the way, Biden doesn't seem to be handling, or at least administration, because I'm sure Biden doesn't handle anything. He can't, probably can't, doesn't even know what day of the week it is. Um, uh, That's a little mean. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, but the way they've handled this COVID situation is horrible. Uh, Apparently, Joe Biden uh, doesn't like to be asked hard questions. Uh, As a reporter uh, asked him a question on COVID, he quote said, you're a pain in my neck, but I'm going to answer your question anyway this is that's when if don when donald trump said stuff like that he got absolutely slammed because of his personality but when biden does it you know he he can do no wrong the left can do no wrong uh if biden if Tr- donald trump would have said that he was going to issue a mask mandate and that we were going to have a sh- uh, lot lock, another lockdown in america they would have called him an imperialist uh, and a dictator, as they have multiple times over other situations. But if Biden and his administration does it, it they're doing it for the good of the people, and it's completely fine. Uh, but what doesn't make sense to me is that they don't want this imperialist, uh, imperialist thing. But with when you have a so when they what they call democratic socialism, and this is what like AOC and you know all of those idiots on the left want. Uh, When you have that situation, you have a dictator anyway, which therefore is nearly the same thing as an imperialist situation. And I don't care if you put democratic in front of the word socialist. It doesn't cover it up. Socialism inevitably becomes communism and Marxism. And that's what they are. They're Marxists. And a lot of them now are openly Marxists. Black Lives Matter. uh, All these people who are now radicals on the left side and we have far too many of them in office right now uh they are they're marxists and that's what they want that's what they want for america i mean we're just sitting here as american citizens and we're just watching this administration destroy what had been a very prosperous four years in the Trump presidency after a very unprosperous eight years in the Obama presidency. Uh, and If you go to my website and you look at my president tier list, Obama is in the bottom tier. He was a terrible president. He did s- terrible things. And then Donald Trump was a great president. And for some reason, they all thought he was terrible. They didn't i i understand why you wouldn't like his personality he's got a hard hard to work with personality uh very similar to other presidents we've had though he wasn't uh charismatic or charming like barack obama but that's that's really just the thing i don't care if the president's gonna have a bad personality and if he's gonna hurt people's feelings i'm sorry if he hurts your feelings you know get over it if he's gonna enact good policy that's what matters and donald trump's policy was insanely good it was killer and he enacted it and i Almost everything that he did was to better America, and it did, and America was very good, very well off. It was back on top of the world. We had the China situation nearly under control. We had the border situation nearly under control. We had tax cuts. We had, we were, he, were, he was about to get inflation under control, I believe. And then what happened? We we got hit in that 2020 election, and then Joe Biden takes office, and now what's happening? inflation is insane I went on a trip to Colorado with my dad and gas was nearly four dollars in Colorado here uh in Kansas uh gas is is uh like three or no no like almost three dollars like like two 286 or something like that I mean this is insane and just everything you know and that's not just it though it's just inflation in general it is and it and it happens to be for a lot of reasons but partially because of their spending and their uh, $3 trillion uh, a budget deal, whatever their package deal, whatever they call it. And it's just like, we're just supposed to agree with this. And that's a, is this thing. If we don't agree with it, then we're all of a sudden racist or we're all of a sudden uh, sexist or we're against America or we're against this or that. And it just has to turn into this uh, where, where the Democratic Party is supposed to be the party of tolerance, but if you don't tolerate them, then you know it's very it's a lot and it's confusing and if you're not going to align yourself with the agenda of the left then you're going to get kicked out and that's that's the way it's working that's what we're seeing at work they're they're going so hard on on republicans and their ideas or at least a few good republicans we have left uh you know to ted cruz to name one uh and they're just and they're trying to cover up the fact that they're really failing epically right now and they they thought that they could fix the economy, which didn't really need to be fixed. I, I You know, it did because of COVID, but they thought they could fix the economy. And now what they're trying to do is just keep it where it is, because if they try anything else, they're going to they're going to blow it up and then it's going to hurt Biden's record on the economy, which it wouldn't matter what happens with Biden's record by now, because he is he is really losing a lot of support right now. And I tell you, come 2022 and 2024, it's gonna, it's gonna come back right back at the Democrats, and it's gonna hit hard, and it's, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be good for Joe Biden and the leftist radicals. Here we go, an article from the uh, idiots at, over at the New York Times. Uh, Biden team prepares three trillion in new spending for the economy. Are you insane? How is spending three trillion dollars gonna do anything for the economy? I mean, right now, we're on a collision course for the economy and for everything, for the mere fact that inflation is rising at uh, an ex- expounding rate. Anyway, uh, it says a pair of proposals would invest in infrastructure, education, workforce development, and fighting climate change with the aim of making the economy more productive. Okay. Infrastructure? Okay. Education? Why are we spending money on education? The teachers don't even want to go back to work. They're talking about maybe never, and I'm fine. If we just never have public schools again, then the government just give back the taxpayer dollars to the parents and they can send their kids to private school where they might get a real education. Uh, but right now, the education systems bust. And I'm going to talk about that here in a little bit. But, dude, well, I mean, that's okay. Uh, workforce development, you understand that. Jobs are at an all time low. I drive through the smallest, the smallest little towns in Kansas, and everywhere has job openings. You can buy, you get a job anywhere you want. I mean, dude, it's like Wendy's, dude, McDonald's, Taco Bell, nicer restaurants that we have around here, nicer businesses. Uh, it's, I mean, jobs unemployment rates are insane. Uh, and then fighting climate change. How is that going to improve the economy at all? Do you know how much it costs? Sorry. Do you know how much it costs to to build electric cars and, and power plants like that to actually do stuff to help climate change? We have no actual effective way of stopping climate change unless we all just stop breathing and stop driving and stop walking and stop everything. If we just stop living, then maybe the climate situation will get better. You know, the non-existent climate situation. You guys don't really understand, you know, they're worried about this global catastrophe and climate change, but they don't believe in the flood of the Bible. Like, if anything was a climate change, I'm pretty sure that did a lot to the to the earth. And uh, even though their science obviously backs it, um, they they seem to just ignore that fact. But, you know, that's whatever. It's just whatever is going to help their political agenda these days. That's all that really matters. Uh, After months of interval debate, Mr. Biden, why do they call him Mr. Biden? Anyway, Mr. Biden's advisors are expected to present the spending proposal to the president and con- congressional leaders this week, as well as begin outreach to industry and labor groups. On Monday, Mr. Biden's national climate advisor, Gina McCarthy, <laughs> discussed his uh, uh, infrastructure plans and their role in combating climate change in a meeting with oil and gas industry executives. Okay, so uh, really what they're saying. Is. I, don't, I don't know how old this article is. Dude, I low-key just looked this up. Uh, yeah, what I mean, okay. Okay, so you're going to talk to some uh, fake scientists about climate change and uh, how we combat it by meeting with oil and gas industry executives. What are you going to do? Tell them, I'm sorry, you know. Uh, it's, not, it's not you, it's us. But uh, we're going to have to shut down all your oil and uh, gas plants to save... America. Yeah, I know. I know it takes all that to make electric cars, but we'll find another way. We'll just ride bicycles around. Well, I mean, I know that also produces, uh, whatever greenhouse gases, but you know, we'll just get by. I'm sorry, but you're just going to have to shut down your trillion dollar corporation. Uh, there you go. That's that. They're going to talk to oil and gas industry executives. Administration officials caution that details remain in flux. But the enormous scope of the proposal highlights the aggressive approach of the Biden administration wants to take as it rides to harness the power of the federal government to make the economy more equitable. You hear that? Harness the power of the federal government. That's the point. We're trying to stop the federal government. We we want, you know, a small government. That's the point, isn't it? But no, we're going to harness the power of the federal government to enact... Uh, His will upon the American people. What does that sound? That sounds a little bit. uh, I don't know imperialist What you guys are so against Socialist communist, I mean I can come up with a lot of words Uh, I guess that's just how we're gonna do it though We're just gonna harness the power of the federal government to make the economy more equitable. That sounds so logical to me Address address. Oh, uh, there's more too. address climate change and improve American manufacturing and high technology industries in escalating battle in the and escalating battle with China battle dude China's like homies with Joe Biden dude they're like best friends almost as close as uh whatever Zai whatever his name is is with LeBron James oh yeah you didn't hear about that oh yeah LeBron James got absolutely wrecked because his Space Jam movie Space Jam 2 which I went to see and you know what it was all right it was an it was all right movie LeBron James is a terrible actor I'm almost worse than Michael Jordan honestly uh it was that part was disappointing but otherwise you know it is an all right movie and it, two million dollars is what it costs to make the movie that was their budget or whatever and uh because uh his homie lebron's homie over there zai from china uh refuses to let the movie be released there they're gonna lose uh, an estimated like 120 130 hundred and thirty thousand or 100 sorry excuse me 120 to 130 million dollars on this movie because it's only estimated to make 70 to 80 million in america so, they need the rest from China. And if it's not going to be aired in China, they're not going to make the money. So, there you go. You see, LeBron spends all this time helping or trying to uh, gussy up this uh, or <clears throat> whatever, flatter this Zai uh, uh, from China. Uh, and then, how does this work out? How does that happen, dude? You're going to lose 130 million on your movie, on what was supposed to be like some big, some big deal movie. And uh, yeah. Not many people liked it. The $1.9 trillion economic aid package that Mr. Biden signed into law this month includes money to help vulnerable people and businesses survive the pandemic downturn. But it does little to advance the long term economic agenda that Mr. Biden campaigned on, including transitioning to renewable energy and improving America's ability to compete in emerging industries like electric vehicles. <laughs> Administration officials essentially see these goals, building out the nation's infrastructure and shifting to a low carbon future, as. You know why this can't happen is because it's literally impossible. You can't do all of these things at once. Okay, you can't talk to these oil and gas uh, industry leaders. And then try and work with uh, being one of the largest producers of electric cars. You can't do all this at once. It's not possible. You can't. We, we have no way of sustainable energy right now. At least no effective way that's going to keep America running. If you do, I'm all for sustainable energy, y'all. I The earth is God's blessing to man. And we are supposed to use what God has given to us on this earth. And I want to take care of this earth. And if you find a way to have sustainable energy, good for you. But I'm not going to take these idiotic ideas, okay? Like electric cars. Electric cars as a vehicle. I'm a huge proponent of electric cars. They are so much more efficient than gas cars for so many reasons. Are they an answer to climate change or so-called climate change? No. They, no, they're not. They do nothing. They're literally, I mean, maybe they do a little bit. Uh, not enough to make a difference. And uh, plus, they cost way out of most people's budget especially now that half of America is unemployed, it all comes full circle. I mean, if he can't keep one area in a, of America in a good spot, he can't keep the rest of it. You know, it's a delicate balance. And his presidency is not going very well uh, right now, uh, to say the least. Now, as for the COVID situation, uh, here's an article from The Washington Post. You know, uh, I don't know why I'm reading articles from these people. Uh, it's mainly because it's like the, you know, the Democrat popular ones. And they also sound funny because uh, I don't know if they always hear themselves or if they read what they write. But whatever. Um, Tucker Carlson falsely claims Anthony S. Fauci created covid. Well, he didn't create covid, but it's not false claim that there has been some evidence uh, surfaced that he actually funded what could have been the creation of covid. Anyway, as the CDC urged people Urged vaccinated people to resume wearing masks under certain circumstances amid low vaccination rates and rising cases from the Delta variant. Fox News host Tucker Carlson plays blame on Anthony Fauci for the changing mask guidelines. In doing so, Carlson on Wednesday night uh, falsely claimed that the nation's top infectious disease expert had caused the coronavirus. What makes him the nation's top infectious disease expert? Like... You know, that's like a legit question. I mean, like, does he have to do extra schooling or does he just say he knows more or just other people say he knows more because he sounds smart? He doesn't. Um, Anyway, uh, uh, this is a quote of Carlson. Here's the man who helped create covid in the first place. Carlson said the host doubled down on the baseless claim minutes later on on Tucker Carlson tonight when he cited a handful of breakthrough cases of vaccinated people still getting infected by the virus. Studies have shown the two dose coronavirus from P. Pfizer coronavirus vaccine sorry from P. Pfizer and from Moderna uh, are 90% effective in preventing infection while Johnson and Johnson's one shot va- vaccine is 72% effective. I don't know if those are real numbers, I don't know if they're fake numbers, who knows anymore. Uh, they have been telling us for 6 months that this vaccine is perfect but clearly in some cases it doesn't always work Carlson said, and that's not our theory by the way, take it from the guy who created COVID. OK, <clears throat> he's not completely wrong and, and Dr. Fauci didn't create COVID, but he may have helped in the creation of COVID, uh, which we can you know, you can look up a video here. I think pretty sure he lied in front of Congress, which, you know, is illegal uh, anyway. But he may have uh, <clears throat> been involved in the creation of COVID in some way. And uh, that is true. They've been they've been telling us that, you know, you have to get the vaccine if you're not vaccinated, Da 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 da, And then they're telling the vaccinated people to wear masks. Um, I mean, they just keep flip-flopping, and that's the problem, and it's that confusion. Um, it, You know, it, Anthony Fauci has flipped so many times, so many times. Do you have to get, wear a mask if you're vaccinated? No. Well, you probably should because now of the breakthrough cases, when really you only have a 1 in uh, 1,500 chance of actually getting a case a breakthrough case and a 1 in 6000 chance of dying from it and all of those numbers come from people with underlying uh, underlying uh, uh, diseases or whatever problems uh but like what's the problem here okay is the vaccine effective yes if you survive getting the vaccine <laughs> it is incredibly effective do you have to get the vaccine no because your risk is still low no matter what especially your risk of death if you're somebody who has uh Uh, something that like cancer or something that could, if you got something like the flu or pneumonia or COVID-19, that it would be a risk to your life. Yes, get the vaccine. It's effective. It works. Sure. It's been proven. And then don't wear a mask because that's useless. The mask doesn't work anyway. So why wear a mask if you're you're, uh, already vaccinated? There's multiple reasons not to. One, the mask doesn't work. Two, if you're vaccinated, you should be safe anyway. So... Uh, I mean, what's going on here? They just—it's back and forth, and it's that confusion that the left uses to maintain control of the American people. They need that because then you know we keep going back to them to find the truth, and when they're not going to give us the truth, we keep waiting for it to happen, and it won't happen because these are liars that we're talking about—liars. They're all liars, and it's—it's it's what American politics is right now, and um, that's the—that's what we have to listen to: liars all the time. And uh, that's why we have to do the research ourselves. Look at the numbers. The probability, if you're vaccinated, of getting COVID, a breakthrough case, is extraordinarily low. The probability of death, next to none. We're talking like 0.00001% of people are, are, have any chance of anything bad happening. And yet, they're now going to tell us, that not only is a, another lockdown not off the table, but if you're vaccinated, you're going to have to wear a mask. And they're talking about mask mandates again. Um, what is this? COVID is not going to go away. If your goal, and that's the thing, they don't have a set goal. But anyway, if your goal is an, is net zero COVID cases or zero, more, no more COVID, eliminating it, it's never going to happen. That it's implausible and impossible. Uh, it's never going to happen. So why don't we set a different goal, you know, like every, it's not we can't just look every time that COVID cases spike and think, oh, well, it's either because people aren't getting vaccinated or because we're not wearing masks. Something's doing something wrong. So now we're going to have to start mandating things and we're going to have to start coming out with these new guidelines. No, that's not the problem. It's going to spike just like flu cases spike different times of the year or and every single year. That's the way it goes. That's the way illnesses work. The same reason that pneumonia cases m- might spike at a certain time of year. One person gets it and they and they. Spread it to other people. It's the way that the world has worked since God created it day one. Actually, not since God, since man sinned, since whatever. Since <laughs> Genesis after man sinned, disease has worked like that for the rest of history, as far as I know. And, I mean, what is this? We just insanity. And nor can the CDC agree upon themselves. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> the head over there uh, of the CDC... Uh, the head of the CDC, Rochelle Walensky, uh, she went on national television. I'm pretty sure it was like CNN, uh, which if you're watching CNN, you're a snowflake. So if you actually go to my website, I will give you the snowflake badge. No, I'm playing. Uh, I mean, not playing about that. But anyway, uh, Walensky uh, proceeded to tell fall or at least they might be true. Who knows? But nobody knows anymore. Nobody can maintain the truth. You know they change their mind every other day, uh, but she she was giving the facts these facts about breakthrough cases in America, while at the exact same time the CDC website said completely different numbers. So either she was lying, the website is lying, or she just doesn't know what her own website says. Like come on, what what's going are are, are people this bullheaded? Come on, get over yourself. This is not a hard dude why do these people in charge of important corporations why can't we have someone who actually cares about the health of the american people as director of the cdc anybody i don't care if you have a doctor in front of your name or a phd i don't care somebody who's actually going to give us the facts the truth and it's disappointing we live in such a wicked and perverse world that it's come to this that we don't have any more good leaders i uh, it's frustrating. It is. Because you you watch the news to hear the news. Not political commentary, not political agendas, not politics this, not politics that. You hear to hear you're there to hear the news and hear the truth about the news. That's that's what the news was made for. But of course in human nature there's no such thing as bipartisan. Anyway, that's the COVID situation and uh well education, that's uh that's an interesting thing. Uh, apparently there's a possibility that a lot of schools will not be going back to school in the 2021-2022 school year. Like what? Okay. And it's really, it's this, uh, teacher's union, I believe is what it is is called. Uh, and these teachers are really just trying to find the best way that they can get off the hook for not having a work, but still getting paid. And by the way, I, if you remember, I told you that part of that, uh, insane spending package that Biden wants to get through Congress, um, is going to education, so pretty much these teachers are going to get paid for not working, which is their end goal anyway. And I like, I'm totally fine with this. Take away public schools, dude. They're doing nothing good. They're, tr- and by by the way, they're trying to put critical race theory in schools anyway. It's 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 coming here to Kansas. Of course, we have a governor here in Kansas that uh, will allow any bit of radical insanity into this state. But anyway, that. I don't care if we don't have any more public schools at all, dude. Give it back to the parents. Let them send their kids to private schools that are going to teach them moral values, real truths, actual history, not stupid critical race theory. And you you know the programs that they're setting up for teachers right now and for schools with critical race theory, that's pretty much all they're going to teach from now on in history and any class. They'll put it in social studies, they'll put it in science, and they'll put it in history because apparently it's everything. And I mean, there's, you know, it's all this stuff about uh, uh, all these getting rid of all this anti-blackness. And, you know, uh, if you're born white, you're automatically racist. And uh, we have to teach all these white kids how to not be racist. And oh, my word, do you hear yourself? I mean, seriously, how psycho do you have to sound before you actually stop talking? For real. I mean, that is scary. We don't need our youth including people my age to be taught this these radical ideas that have no base. America is not systematically racism. Read the constitution. Read anything factual. America was not based on racist principles. And even though that some of the Americans founders had slaves just because that America had slavery doesn't mean America was institutionally racist from the beginning. That's so illogical. It, it, it makes no sense for the economy. America would be nothing right now if it was institutionally racist because it wouldn't work for the economy it wouldn't work for corporations or businesses It wouldn't be a smart decision. An example of this is um, uh, I don't I, f- I forget the guy's name there is a black man. Who directly after the civil I don't know, well after the civil war you know it's hard for black people to get jobs after the civil war due to you know the whole steel especially in the south uh, so he ends up being this guy who like uh, lubricates lubricant like a lubricant for the uh, trains so and the train would have to stop and then they'd have to you know oil and grease up the train so it could keep going and you know he thought there ha- this black man thought he there has to be a better way to do this that the trains can do it themselves so we don't have to stop as much. And so he came up with this invention that worked. And did they tell him, no, we're not going to take your invention because you're black? No, they took it because it would be idiotic for a train company or whatever to not take this invention because it was going to make their company more successful over the competition. That right there in and of itself is a great example of why it did not make sense for America to be uh, systematically racism and why it's not systematically racism. Does racism exist? Of course it does. And that's a sad thing, but so does other sad things, transgenderism exists, homosexuality exists, uh, murder exists, uh, robberies exist, uh, drugs exist, terrible things exist, doesn't mean that everything relating to that is the problem. And it's really, it's, it's the nerve of these people to tell us that America exists in racism, that all white people are racist and, you know, all this idiotic stuff. And that if, especially if you're like me, a conservative white Christian male who was born in the Midwest, that you got, uh, that's a lot that they hate about you right there. The white, they hate the conservative, they hate the Christian, they hate the male because you're everything against the world. You're automatically, just because a few people are like that and just because a few things have happened like that, all of a sudden, the majority is like that. It's minority to majority. That's the way that they're dealing and it's so illogical there's just nothing no logic to it and yet they're pushing it and it's coming into our schooling systems and it's coming into our everyday lives and it's a problem and we have to stand against it and we cannot stand beside it Uh, I mean we have to wake these people up if they're not gonna listen to reason because they don't listen to reason it's like like mental blockers that they all have that they don't listen to reason doesn't matter how good your argument argument is I, dude, it's too much. It's a lot, isn't it? Uh, but that's the breakdown for today. Uh, stay tuned for my next podcast episode. You can listen on Spotify, Anchor, all sorts of places, you know. Uh, go to my website. Uh, I can't tell you the link because it's super weird, but just look in the description of this podcast. Um, Dude, I am like excited about the future of this. Uh, uh, I don't want to say corporation, this business. I, I don't want to say that either. The future of uh, me, no, the future of the Trumpsonian era. I'm excited about the future of the Trumpsonian era. Uh, Please, you know, go check out the website. uh, Follow uh, this podcast on Spotify. Listen to it on Anchor. If you listen to it on Anchor, you can send me voice memos, and I will respond to, like, literally all voice memos. Uh, But thanks for listening to the Trumpsonian era, and as always, until next time.